0: What is going on, you guys? I mean, wow, Monday Night Raw post show is about to go fucking crazy. I mean, Naya Jax is back and she's sorta on the side of Rhea Ripley, or is she not? I have absolutely no idea, but we have a lot to talk about and we're gonna dive into the Monday Night Raw post show right now. 10 nine, eight, seven,
1: six. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
0: That is right, you guys, Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's ratio show on the planet. I am, of course, your ERC here of WWT, Dreon Santana. And, I mean, uh, Nia Jax is back, ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy. I'm so excited. I got the moment on my wall up here. It's been a long time since we've seen Nia Jax since the Royal Rumble earlier this year, but I am so happy to see her back. I was not expecting her to be the one to come out and help Rear Ripley retain of course, I was expecting somebody, but I did not think it would be Nia Jax. But nonetheless, I am extremely excited. Um, there's a lot that happened um, on Monday Night Raw tonight. Um, of course, honoring those um, uh, for 9-11, lost their family, friends, and things like that. We do continue to consent our condolences to each and every one of you guys. Um, 22 years, man. It's um, a long time to... You know, still be in remembrance of things like this. So definitely want to send out our condolences to all those families and friends and everything like that who are still grieving um through 9/11. But I am gagged too, Stephanie. I am like, uh, oh my god! I'm so I am so happy. I really am. I have no. I I just want to get into Monday Night Raw. I hope you guys had an amazing day. Hope you guys had an amazing time. You know, I thought that it would have been. I thought it would have been JD Fender Damien since Dominic was. Um bar from ringside but i did see some things about maybe Corey j could have been someone to assist but it doesn't matter we're definitely going to dive into that as of right now so i hope you guys are ready because i mean it's money night raw we have a lot of things we need to talk about um starting with of course the main event jay uso uh kicking us off here for money night raw um got a new shirt on uh, new everything he dyed his hair blue in the back um i was hoping for maybe purple but i mean I guess us as judgment day members, we gotta do a little bit more to um really reel Jay Uso in to being on our side. Honestly, we have to do that. So, but Jay, he comes out, but um of course, unless everyone knows I'm in mean, your city and everything like that, but with Jay Uso being reinstated over to Monday Night Raw and of course by Cody Rose. I mean, I don't think Cody Cody is the right person to bring everybody in in any way possible. But with Jay coming over to Monday Night Raw, of course, he has some enemies and he has a lot of respect that he is going to have to earn um, as a singles competitor because nobody forgot exactly what you did when you were a part of the bloodline, especially this man right here, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is, um, he's not happy. He's not he's not still not too fond of Jay Uso unlike Sami Zayn who was not here tonight um and I'm sure maybe if Sam was here maybe he could have tried to persuade Kevin to i don't know loosen up a bit realize that Jay was just in a, a bad place in a bad time and dealing with things with his family um so he wasn't he wasn't in his right mind and uh well Kevin is like listen welcome to the KO show you're going to you're gonna have you're going to have my respect point blank period there's there's no way around it there's no way there's there's nothing you can do but try to earn the respect cuz I'm not like Sammy. Simple as that. But like I said, Judgment Day has been trying to recruit Jay um since he came over to Monday Night Raw. They have been trying to in various of different ways. They truly truly have um and once again, anytime Dominic Mysterio is given the mic, I never know exactly what the hell he is saying because the crowd is literally booing the hell out of him to the point where it's like, you know, Dominic doesn't really matter what you say. I don't even know why they still give you the mic anyway. You're just out there cutting pointless promos where nobody can understand exactly what you're saying. But Judgment Day, I need you guys to work a little bit harder to uh, get Jay into the Judgment Day. I know you don't want JD, obviously. But, I mean, like, you need, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, you need to understand that y'all got to work a little bit harder to get Jay into Judgment Day. Point bank, period. There's no way around it. You have to. We need this. Jay Uso is lonely. He doesn't have any allies. But, Sammy, and that's about it. But, of course, they tr- like I said, they're still trying to get Jay to be a part of the Judgment Day in various different ways. no like, Kevin, listen, we know you got your issues. You're out here by yourself, blah, blah. We don't too much care about you. Which, in a into this being a tag match, Kevin Owens and Jay Uso versus Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Can Kevin Owens and Jay Uso coexist in this match? You know, they usually like to use that terminology anyway. But it definitely didn't seem that way because, of course, with Don McSheria, he's always going to be out here, in the way, assisting, doing what he does best, being the MVP of Judgment Day. And after this is right after he actually attacks Kevin Owens while the referee is currently distracted. He goes after Kevin Owens' leg that tends to bother him throughout this entire match. And, well, because of an accidental super kick to the face um, by Jay to Kevin, Judgment Day ends up winning this opening match. Um, Obviously, Kevin is not too happy about it. I mean, Jay, he tried to apologize, sort of. He tried to help. He tried to even help Kevin out the ring. And Kevin's just, he's just not, like, this truth, if if Jay was really trying to prove something to Kevin that he is, you know, not the bloodline anymore, obviously, this was not the way to go. Um, this was obviously not, exactly not the way to go because this resulted in this. And he tells him, he's like, you know what? You might as well go ahead and dye your hair purple, go build your new bloodline with the Judgment Day, because I, I don't want I, I I'm done. I I have nothing else to say to you. Like point blank, period, simple as that. So Jay's path on the main roster thus far is not. I wouldn't say it's not the best, but it's it's it's. He's going through a difficult time trying to show that he's not who he was with the bloodline anymore. And that's okay, Jay. You have a outside of the respect that you have from Cody and Sammy. I mean, it, it was harsh. It was very harsh because I mean, it wasn't like he tried to kick Kevin in the face. You know what I'm saying? But Kevin already does not trust Jay, point blank period. He does not have any like he he just doesn't have like he's not so open in forgiveness like sammy is and was because sammy knew all along that this was something that jay needed to do he needed to do it for himself and and sammy has been by jay's side for the longest kevin has definitely been giving him a hard time honestly so i don't know maybe i don't know maybe Uh, Kevin would finally come around, but it's going to take some time for that to happen. It truly truly is, and I I don't know exactly when it will be, but it's going to be a minute for that to happen, so I don't know, Jay. Um, You might need to leave Kevin alone for a minute uh, before he starts spazzing on people like he normally does, and we don't need that right now. Of course, Imperium is in the building, like I said, looking like men in black, or some people say like the white uh guest pastor that comes in you know like reviver or some shit like that and of course they're all smiles happy because of what happened last week uh with chad gable and go he put uh his intercontinental championship on the line um in front of chad gable's family his kids and everything and well in the result of it he made his kid cry. His daughter was crying after that match, man. And WWE, you guys are you guys are hilarious for the fact that you guys replayed. Not only did you replay uh, the match last week, you also played what happened uh, after the fact. Child crying, everything like that, and it's just like, girl. This is not going to be good for Gunther. He also uh, is now the longest reigning anti um, championship champion. So shout out to Gunther uh, for making that big accomplishment. We'll definitely dive a little bit more into Gunther um, after, you know, once we get towards the celebration for him. Um, of course, we have this random match here: Akira Tazawa versus The Miz. Of course, this is on. This this really didn't last as long. The Miz was pretty much toying with Akira this entire time because of the fact of he still upset that he lost to LA Knight at Payback. And of course, last week we know that he did attack the Invisible John Cena. Um, And yeah, I I, I have no idea. And he he got what he wanted. He wanted another match with LA Knight. And he's going to get that this Friday on Fox, LA Knight versus The Miz. Um, hopefully, this is something that can give Miz a big momentum because um, maybe he needs it. Maybe the – I don't know how you can get that with a Akira Sozawa, but maybe he needed this moment to um, feel a little bit better after losing to LA Knight and maybe in hopes of going into this match Friday, and maybe he can beat uh, – you know, I, okay, campaigning for Akira to beat Roman, March Bros. You, you, you might need to go in the timeout. Don't have me stress. Please don't have me stress out up here. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know. Listen, any, I feel like anything is really possible in WWE. They've had some crazy times where people have beaten people of different sizes. Um, and if Akira gets into the campaign of being the one to defeat Roman Reigns. I'm 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 gonna blame you, uh Marsh Rose. I really truly am. I'm gonna blame you. You are you are gonna be the reason why this happened. You are. Of course, um, as we know that Raquel gets another uh title shot against Rhea Ripley tonight, and it's gonna be in the main event. And she's letting it be known that listen, she is she is extremely ready, she's prepared, um, she's ready to take that title off of Rhea Ripley tonight, and it's gonna happen in the main event. Simple as that. There's no way around it. And it's going to happen. Dominic is barred from ringside. There's nobody. Dominic cannot interfere in this match at all whatsoever. But like I said, this is going to be the main event for tonight. And we'll definitely dive a little bit more into that because, like I said, uh, Judgment Day seems like they always manage to have some type of alliance somewhere. Or is it really an alliance? Maybe it's just a little little something, something, you know, you always got to pay back uh, a little bit of something when you work alongside people. We get into an interview. Uh, Well, what was about to be an interview with Shayna Baszler, uh, Chelsea Green, of course comes in and she's looking for a co tag team partner because Piper Niven is still not medically cleared. And uh, Chelsea Green decides she wants to, recruit Shayna Baszler, you know, who is a former women's tag team champion, a former NXT women's champion. And Shayna's not too fond of that. She's like, you know what, Chelsea, why don't we go step into the ring and I break you limb by limb? Simple as that. And Chelsea's like, I don't, you know, justice for Chelsea Green. Hashtag justice for Chelsea Green. She's not deserved to be getting these matches and taking these ass whoopings Like she's kind of been doing, uh, these past couple of weeks but unfortunately piper is actually medically cleared and i'm sure that chelsea feels a little bit better about that because i mean she was trying to find a new co-partner until piper got back and i'm like girl you could have just you could have just waited now now piper now you got to see if piper's gonna have your back tonight when you have your match against Shayna baszler I don't know. Chelsea has been losing every week. I do. I do sort of feel bad for her because I mean, but what I will say is that Chelsea's character um, really makes her not feel so much like a loser, I guess, because her personality, her character itself is just either way. I think Chelsea green is winning. I think this is a way to with her having these title. It is a way of keeping her relevant on TV honestly whether she's offending whether she's losing whether she's trying to recruit people whatever it's managed to keep Chelsea green on TV in various different ways no matter is what she's doing so but she does keep talking crap to people and and they they do end up beating her up uh they really do so the tag titles they could be cursed but they could also uh, be more of a helping hand in a sense. I mean, this is probably the most I would say we may have seen these tag titles on screen, whether they've been defending or not. Uh, for the most part, we've seen as much so. And uh, Karen is a butt of jokes right now. She, she definitely is. Um, do you think she would be on main event if she wasn't champion? I don't. I think she may have would have done some main event stuff, but I don't think she would have truly been on main event. I don't think she would have been on main event. I think Chelsea would have still, if she wrestled on main event, that's fine. But I still think Chelsea would have found a way to still be on TV. She would have. Because Chelsea, she she really has it. Honestly, she's one of the best um, talent that Triple H brought back. And, I mean, whether she's continuing to go out there and lose, like I said, sometimes with these tag champions, you barely even see them on TV. You barely even see them do anything. So, I don't mind it. Um, if she goes up there and get her ass whooped, she's still on TV somehow, some way she truly is. But of course we move on to, um, Gunther's championship celebration. And, uh, this is absolutely amazing. The fireworks, you know, the, it's, it's a great moment for Gunther becoming the longest reigning, uh, North, not North, but answer comes champion and, uh, Basing in this moment of that, he—he he's the reason why this title is what it is, the reason why there's so much prestige behind it because of him. And, I mean, he's not really lying because since Gunther has been holding this title, he's had amazing matches. Like, he's defended his title. He's been – put through he's had some some um like like i said some amazing opponents to go against he truly truly has like he's ran through the roster almost in a sense and he's he's constantly put on bangers with these guys no matter what uh you cannot take that away from him he's Gunther has really really proven that he is probably going to go down as one of the greatest intercontinental championships of, champions of all time you can't take that away from him at all whatsoever and so of course, he goes on and he talks about what happened last week between Chad and him and, you know, and Chad, Chad eventually, you know, he comes out and Chad is, this is a different side of Chad Gable that I feel like we have not seen either before in a long time. This is more of a, you know, we normally see like the comical type of chad gable and everything like that while right now we're getting a more serious chad gable he is not the one to play with he is not in a good mood go through you 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 not only had my child laughing like crying but you laughed about it you laughed about my kid crying you know what i'm saying and at the end of the day like chad has let it be known like i've beaten you i can beat you again And it doesn't matter. I'm coming for that championship. Simple as that. I'm coming for that title. Be prepared. Because I swear to God, I'm taking that title. He let that be known. And, well, Gunther thought that it was great to uh, not only, you know, praise him a bit in regards to him being a great competitor, but also belittling him and say that, you know, you're a horrible father and it's disgusting. And, well, Chad didn't take too kindly of that before it turned into a big brawl uh, where he did punch Gunther in the face. And, of course, he's outnumbered. He is very much outnumbered. And before they even do much of an attacking, Otis comes out. And then Tommaso Ciampa comes out to even out the odds, which, you know, clears the ring of Imperium where uh, Chad and Otis are laid out in the middle of the ring. And, of course, with all of that that happened, it leads to – Champa letting me know like listen he's not trying to miss any more opportunities he let Adam Pierce know that last but I'm not trying to miss any more opportunities I'm trying to I want to I'm trying to work my way into this roster somehow some way point blank period I am and well turn out that we would end up getting a six man tag match uh, later on tonight Uh, Alpha's Academy's Chad Gable and Otis with Tommaso Champa taking on Imperium and we'll definitely dive into that. Uh, Joseph said, I saw a stat from Fightful Select Gunther has been champion for, uh, 1100, 1180 days. He wasn't champion for like three to half months. That might have been when he was relocating to the States. Probably so, because I know that, you know, he was kind of overseas and everything. And then he moved here, of course, with his wife, Jenny and everything. They ended up getting married, uh, soon and everything like that. Fastlane are three weeks out and we know nothing. That is true. We absolutely know nothing for Fastlane. And normally it seems like WWE kind of takes their time with figuring out exactly what they're going to do with Fastlane. But I do feel like Fastlane um, is going to be a – I feel like Fastlane will probably be a more predominant SmackDown show than Raw, kind of how Payback was. So, yes, uh, no Nikki tonight. Um, It's going to be – Oh, wow. If you missed uh, Victory Road, anything Nikki did, let it be known that for a time being, um, she will be taking a step back from hosting. Um, um, so I'm going to be holding it down um, until she comes back. Um, so right now, Santana is on her singles run. Uh, for the most part, uh, my tag partner is on the injury list, so maybe she'll be back by Rumble. Uh, maybe 6 to 8 months i don't know maybe she'll come back wrestlemania i have no idea but right now i'm kind of you know uh, on my own you know for a while and well we we'll, we'll have to see how how things go and everything but as far as fast lane goes and everything we have absolutely no idea but i do think that fast lane will probably be more smackdown predominantly versus how payback was more raw and everything like that so we'll have to figure it out i'm sure eventually We'll get our first match for uh, Fastlane uh, pretty soon in the time being and everything like that. So we so, move on here uh, because Drew McIntyre is slowly about to give us his heel turn that I have been looking for in various different ways. And Xavier Woods catches – it's the Santana Singles era <laughs> – uh, sort of <laughs> uh so uh, santana is doing a great job i laugh if she gets help from a certain somebody said um well technically santana doesn't need help at all whatsoever santana has been doing a great job on her own why would i need help from the help let's be clear <laughs> i don't need help from a lose-all but um With Xavier Woods, he was trying to figure out, like, you know, you were talking a lot of trash about Kofi last week, and I don't understand, like, you know, what your issue is. Like, are you still upset at the fact that Kofi won the world championship in front of, like, 80-plus thousand people at WrestleMania while you won your championship inside of, uh, I don't know, a performance center? And Drew was like, girl, (laughs) I'm gonna need you to calm down right quick because I don't know who you think you're talking to like that, and I'm not. I'm not feeling it because if you if you feel like you wanna I don't know, step up and you know try to defend your partner, Kofi, then why don't we go step into the ring and everything and well, I end up leading to this match here with Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre. Um, it definitely seems as if like. Drew could be jealous. Uh, Kofi got his moment and he didn't. But also, it still seems as if, like, Drew could be jealous of a lot of things. Like, Drew has really been, I don't know, I, I think the moment where we're slowly getting him away from Riddle, um, hopefully, let's keep it that way. Um, and maybe we're getting to the point where Drew is, maybe he's getting sick and tired of maybe getting dumped off to the side or something, you know, and, You know, treat like a main superstar. When when is Drew McIntyre going to get his moment to shine? You know, he's had his moment where he thought he was going to win that championship from Bobby when uh, WrestleMania 37, but that didn't turn out that way. He lost, Um, and it's just you know, I don't know what's going on with Drew, but I do. I am hoping for a heel turn. I am, and it's slowly showing week week in and week out. um, And I personally don't mind it, so. Yeah, we end up getting a singles match between Xavier Woods and Kofi uh Kingston. Well, not Kofi, but Xavier Woods, excuse me, Andrew McIntyre. Kofi Kingston is at home. Um I don't know where technically where Kofi is, but I think he is at home chilling. Maybe watching this match uh from afar and everything. But uh, like I said, we end up getting this match here. This match was actually really good. Xavier Woods is an amazing wrestler. He truly, truly is. I mean, with the size of Drew McIntyre and with the size of Xavier Woods, he definitely uh, proves week in and week out that he can go up against the best of the best. And I think that with Xavier, um, it was so close to the point where I thought that he would have been Drew McIntyre. It was so close. But with that closing in the sequence of Drew hitting that Claiborne um, on Xavier Woods, um he ended up getting the victory um, and the win, and I want to pause for a second because I do see this trade for Trick Williams. Like I don't know if maybe they're trying to. Tra- I don't know if this fan maybe wants Trick Williams to be traded to SmackDown. Um, I wouldn't mind it uh, and and everything like that. But we still have a lot of questions on who the hell is going to be traded to Friday Night SmackDown that is going to piss a lot of people off, according to Adam Pearce. Um, but yeah, so. Drew ended up winning this match, um, but nonetheless, I think Xavier is absolutely amazing in the ring. I I definitely uh, will enjoy a little bit more of seeing Xavier was in more singles matches because, I mean, he's been in a plethora of them, and each one of them, he shows out. He truly does. There is no reason why we got this match so randomly, you know, for it to be a banger. Like, this here, I would say, is, like, probably match of the night for me because they were – they did such an amazing job. I, I definitely um enjoyed everything about it. But shout out to Drew. Drew still needs to be on this redemption role for him, um, from you know, not not getting much of his moments, being on a losing streak, um uh, aligning himself with people, then turning on them just for the greater good, you know, just just a lot of different things. Um And not to be off topic, but I remember seeing a post this weekend uh, when I was scrolling through, like, wrestling Twitter or something like that. And although I do not care for Karrion cross by no means necessary, but I saw this post where it was talking about, like, all the things that Karrion cross has said to people that he's been encountering with have have started to happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Like... I, have, I If I find it, if I find it um, by Friday, I will, I'll let you guys know uh, that I found it because it was just, I just saw it randomly uh, as I was scrolling through and it kind of made sense because it seemed to me like everything that was happening to um, a lot of, to a lot of people, I mean, it was, it was making like hella sense, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that find that post and everything, uh, because I would I do remember seeing it. I just I just have to go back and find it. Um, and once I do find it, like I said, oh here it is. So it was like even though he's lost eight percent of his matches uh, since his return to WWE, has there been an underlying story taking place anyway or anyways, or is it just all coincidence? So it's like, let's take a look at Cross and his promises. And this is pertaining to Drew. This is pertaining to Shinsuke. This is pertaining to anybody that Kieran Cross has had an issue with. So uh, Kieran has taken away everything he has promised to take away. He put the hourglass in front of the bloodline. The bloodline is crumbling. It's crumbling, now crumbling. He promised to take Drew McIntyre's temperament away. He will later have no issue to throw away his friendship with Seamus for his advantage. He promised to take away Madcap Moss Joy. He no longer he's no longer Madcap Moss making jokes. He became just riddle. I mean, just Riddick, uh, Moss again. Then he disappeared from TV. Uh, then says that he promised to take away Ray Mysterio's patience, and he'll go on to finally hit Dominic Mysterio that following week. Remember when Dominic, when he was Dominic was trying to get Ray to hit him and all this and that, and Ray wouldn't do it, and he finally didn't. He snapped. Um Then said he promised to take away Shinsuke Nakamura's honor and then Nakamura will go on to betray Rollins and become a heel. And then Carrion told AJ Styles, a prophet is nothing without his disciples. Soon you will see. And now AJ and the OC are having problems. So I was like, is that something planned or like just a coincidence or something like that? But it kind of made me think about with Drew McIntyre and how he was like up here, like top of his game and things like that. And things start to really start to trickle down and change for him as well as other people. Like when we saw on Friday with AJ Styles and the OC, not truly backing him up or, you know, with Shinsuke and then with Ray and, and and so many other people, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but like I said, I'm not a big fan of Karen Cross, but I, I saw that and it kind of made me think about it. You know what I'm saying? It really kind of made me think like, what the hell? So, But uh, I don't know. But shout-out to Drew McIntyre for winning his match. Um, Like I said, he's kind of needing this moment to, you know, regain some type of control in his life because I think that maybe next week we may see, I don't know, Drew and Kofi in a match. Who knows? Of course, we get backstage. You see Real Ripley, of course, preparing for the main event to defend her title against Raquel. And she looks very, very focused and uh, prepared. Uh, But was she truly prepared for what happened Uh, In her match, Cody Rose, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Cody makes his return, uh, this week to Monday Night Raw. And well, he was about to talk about Jay and I guess this trade or something that was supposed to be. I guess maybe we will maybe maybe we would have finally gotten like our answer to, um, what. Why or who could be traded to Friday Night Smackdown? And lo and behold, before Cody could even truly say anything, out comes JD, Madugumi, Magugumi, and uh, all the Funko Pop, as we like to call them. And Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio's been working overtime. I'm telling you, he's all over the damn place. And well, like once again, anytime Dominic says anything, I truly need some type of noise cancellation so that um I can hear what he's saying because sometimes I feel like Dominic could be saying something really important, and then boom, the crowd just over overlooks everything this man says and they give a damn what he had to say. But nonetheless, even in the midst of all of that, whatever he said to that man, uh, obviously lit the fire into Cody, and well, it turned into a brawl. Cody knocks the hell out of Dominic. Beats the hell out of JD, and then they, you know, scrumming their ass back up to the ramp. So now, still, we're I don't still we're trying to figure out what made Cody bring Jay to Monday Night Raw, and what does that mean for whoever is supposed to be traded to SmackDown? Like Cody, are you going to SmackDown? Just say yes or no. If you are, like I don't know, put something out there to say that. Hey guys. The American Nightmare is going to be taking his talent down to uh Fox, you know? We like we still don't know exactly who's going to be going to Friday Night SmackDown because people won't let Cody get his shit off. And I'm sick of it. I need to know who's going to SmackDown. Uh even though I'm on SmackDown as well hosting, but still need to know who's going to SmackDown. Of course, um, this is after Drew's match that he had with Xavier Woods. And Jay is funning around backstage and Drew stops him. And you know, obviously Drew still has an issue with Jay, and he let that be known that it doesn't matter what it is if he has to handle Jay or he has to handle Cody Rhodes. Either way, we're going. I'm I'm we're doing something it's happening point blank period and jay is just like listen if you're trying to you want to write my wrongs or something like that how about you and me next week simple as that like just let's just step in the ring let's let's just fight let's just step in the ring and uh, let's just fight well we have to wait to fasten and see how SmackDown, down who's down gets uh i don't know I don't know. We'll have to wait. Maybe they, if they wanted to do it that way, maybe, maybe, I don't know, somebody, you know, says that, hey, whoever's getting traded to SmackDown, that's who I want to step into the ring with with Fastlane. And that's how it's going to happen. I don't know. But seems like to me, uh, maybe we could find out who that person could be that's going to SmackDown at Fastlane. Or we will find out maybe the week before or something as it happens. Jay stay in backstage segments. He truly, truly does. He's been in. He's been in them all night, and this is not the last time we do see Jay Uso backstage at all whatsoever. Uh, Ten to one, Grayson Waller would tell us who is coming to SmackDown. He might. I mean, Grayson has managed to uh, find a way to get so many people on his show, you know. And uh, this week he's gonna have John Cena on his show um, and everything like that. So. Who knows? Maybe Grayson knows something that we don't, um, but still, I think that Cody is. just need to go ahead and tell us who who is that, who's going to smack now? Is it you? What is it? All right. Of course, this is Women's Wrestling Talk, so we got to jump back into some women business. And we had Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green. Um, I'm not going to even lie. This match was so awkwardly um, not the best. Um, it, it it was for what it was. I think this match may be on the last of like two to three minutes honestly like it it really wasn't that long of a match. I'm, I'm not gonna even a lie. I feel like I blinked and then a boom it was over with. Um, and even with the sense of Chelsea trying to get assistance from Piper and Shayna and Piper have a little stare down and Piper and Shayna basically pushes Piper out of the way. Uh, and Shayna goes in and yeah, she defeats Chelsea Green. But after the match, uh, Piper goes in and her and Shayna have a little squabble. And then Chelsea assists by holding Shayna's leg until Zoe Stars comes out. And like I told y'all last week, they was going to become a tag team. I knew that eventually it was going to come a tag team and everything like that um yeah i did see that uh i did see Shayna do ronda's old finisher piper's pit but um has now changed the name of it and she changed the name of because she said that now the runner rousey is gone she's she's now the baddest woman on the planet um i don't care about that finisher i i really enjoy her curfew clutches she does and everything so i i personally um I, I, I don't care for it. I mean, I just think this was something that was just a way to sh- introduce Zoe and Shayna being a tag because Shayna did give a lot of props to Zoe um, last week and everything like that. So random as fuck thought Zoe would finish her story with Trish. Well, Trish hasn't been seen since Payback. Um, so, and of course, Trish has her uh, bruises and everything. So, I don't know. Trish, Trish. Has her bruises still, you know? So I don't know. Shayna hates Roddy Piper, obviously. She might. I don't know. She might. We. I guess we'll never know. Somebody may need to have to ask her um, if she does or she doesn't. Welcome in, Jeffrey. You're not. You're not. You're. You're about thirty five minutes late, but you're not too late and everything. But yeah, like I'm, I don't. I personally, I'm, I'm. I wouldn't say that I'm. I um am upset at the fact that Zoe and Shayna are possibly gonna become a tag because I mean they they need tag teams. Let's be honest. Like the women's the women's tag divi- tag team division is very much suffering in so many different ways. And we have so many tag teams, but we don't see them on TV. That's that's the thing. Like I don't I feel like they are gonna put Shayna in another tag and uh Shayna, I do, and I do feel like Shayna has been hindered hindered a lot with getting that singles run, getting that singles push that she needs. I thought that maybe after the whole Ronda thing, um, she would, you know, start to get that singles run and get that little push and everything like that. Um, and do I think that Shayna can dethrone Rhea? I think it could be possible um i feel that if they wanted to work an angle with Rhea and shayna they have story there to build Rhea is the reason why shayna got shipped off to money to monday night raw after she beat her for the nxt women's championship you know so i i I do feel as if like that could happen and uh, do i want to see shayna be another tag team champion i mean she has a three-time do i want to see her be a fourth one right now, no, because I'm I'm kind of in the point where I want Shayna to have that singles run, but I what I will say I don't mind her and Zoe being a tag team, but my only thing is that if they're gonna be in a tag team, obviously maybe it's possible that they could be beating you know Piper and Chelsea for these tag titles. And then, are they going to go down to SmackDown and, you know, defend their tag titles there? But we rarely, I mean, we have tag team matches down on SmackDown, but not with truly like tag team partners, you know, like that. It's kind of like just singles competitors being put in a tag because they have the same feud or the same, you know, issue with the same people, you know. So I personally will, I, I, I would love to see if they, you know, try to implement more tag teams down there on SmackDown um, and more tag teams on on Raw. We, we have we there are literally a lot of tag teams on Monday Night Raw and, you know, maybe a little bit on SmackDown. But still, there are tag teams. We just don't see them. We just don't see them. And I feel like we should. It's about time that we do end up seeing those, you know. Justin said the problem is she is on Raw and Rhea can't be touched, as we learn later on. I think because Becky will likely beat Mommy, but it has to be a mania. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Rhea did let it be known that she would like to face um, Becky at WrestleMania 40. So if it aligns itself, and I think that with the feud with Becky and Rhea was something that we were supposed to be getting. I mean, and Rhea did let it be known that her and Becky did have that match down on um, NXT, but it got room because of Shayna. So it's a lot of common denominators here in all of this. So yeah, like Andy and Candice, you know, Indy and Candice is one. Katie and Katana. Um, who else? I mean, I guess more so like, I don't know, Zelina and Mia. I mean, they were on SmackDown and everything. I mean, we have Chelsea and Piper. Um, now we're probably gonna have Zoe and and Shayna, like. I don't know man like and I mean it would be nice if they could I mean we have teams on NXT too because the titles are three brands I mean yeah yes 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 those two Alba and Isla who I have not seen in a long time but they did have a match with Zelina and Mia Yim over the on like a dark match on Smackdown um definitely metaphor and Valentina and Ulyssa like that's but the thing is that that's only if they plan on having those tag team champions go down to NXT, which hasn't really happened as of as of yet. I mean, they did kind of combine it and everything with those tag titles after Ronda and Shannon did beat Island Alvin, and we haven't seen Island Alvin in a long time. So like, I don't know, but I would like for that to happen. Um If they could, maybe go down there and you know get themselves involved and i mean last legend did let it be known that you listen whoever's holding those titles we want to shot but maybe lash and, and jakari need to come up to the main roster and actually let it be known that they want to shot because just saying it and not really showcasing it it's not really doing anything um so i have no idea but i'm sure they eventually somewhere down the line we'll figure out what they're gonna do with those tag titles but nonetheless. Shayna Berzer did get the victory, and I think that probably going into next week, we we may have like Zoe and Shayna. Or maybe we'll have Zoe versus Piper, and then eventually we'll have Shayna and Zoe versus Piper and Chelsea for those tag titles. Who knows? But what we do know is that Shinsuke Nakamura is still playing mind games on Seth Rollins. He talked. He said that man was a manipulator. He's a liar. You do whatever you can to take advantage of the people that you've been around in order to get your get to the top and everything, and every and and all of that. Like Shinsuke was like, "Listen, when I'm ready to have that match with you for that championship, it will be on my time." not yours mine and this is ring around the rosie with with Boy and stuff too so i mean definitely within the video package and i'm glad y'all brought in subtitles for us you know um because you know i'm a i'm a dub kind of girl like i like to listen to my in english you know but i'm glad you guys are utilizing subtitles so that we don't have to wait for like the english version of what uh shinsuke is saying to come out in like the next week or so so i'm glad you guys are utilizing that but i i enjoy these video packages uh promo packages from shinsuke i mean it's like every one that we've gotten is so, it, it's like so many different layers of Shinsuke that we're getting. And I personally don't mind it. I'm enjoying every every single bit of it. He's speaking in his native tongue, Japanese, and he feels more comfortable. Only thing I gotta do is add on their own subtitles, and we could be good to go. Um, but he definitely has let it be known like, Seth, listen, when I'm ready to, to take that title off you, I'm ready to give you a match, and I will. And it's like, Shinsuke is really. But really being a little bit of a manipulator because it's like I like I'm you're gonna you're gonna put that title on the line when I'm ready. Like not when you're ready because you're a champion, but when I'm ready because I know that I can beat you. You know, so I love this Shinsuke. I, I love every every era of Shinsuke Nakamura. And I feel like he's in his zone, he's in his bag, he's in his moment, and I think this is great for him. So um either way, I'm I'm so 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 here for it. I'm so here for it. I really am. But is Seth really ready for this, honestly? Yes, the mind games with Seth, yeah, it's definitely uh, going up. I wish Nakamura got his heel music back from 2018. Uh, I don't mind it. That one, His heel theme had to truly grow on me a bit, honestly. It really had to grow on me. Um, but if he does choose to go back to that, if they, you know, choose to run, uh, Seth and uh, Shisuke, uh, back again, um, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that this time that Shisuke does beat Seth, honestly, and maybe he does bring back that, uh, heel thing that he had in 2018. Um, but speaking of Seth and his Rugrats, um, inspired glasses that honestly are actually cool as fuck though, like no lie, like it's, it's fire, um. The fans are someone still singing his music, and we are supposed to hate him, <laughs> right? Uh, Japanese rap theme was cool, it was. Uh, Becky will wear those glasses, she definitely will. But it, it's, I love it, it's so Rugrats. I, I truly, truly fuck with it. I love it a lot, actually. But so he did come out here and he actually did agree with Shinsuke had to say, He's like, You're right, I am a liar, you know, I am a manipulator, and all this and that, but I'm also a father. I'm also a father, and so that brings me uh, to to ask to ask that question for you guys.
1: How's everybody's father feeling today?
0: Uh, just just want to put that out there because of course Christian wouldn't be Christian if he didn't ask you know about your fathers. So I hope everybody's father's doing great. Uh, I'm sorry I can't hate Steph Rollins I don't think I don't I don't. I think outside of wrestling, some people do hate Seth Rollins or may feel a, a certain way about Seth Rollins because of some of the interviews that he do or whatever. But as far as like inside the ring, I think Seth Rollins is absolutely amazing. He's um, a great talker. Like he's managed to be in so many different eras. Like he stated Monday Night Messiah, you know, he tried to, you know, work with the authority and they lied to him straight to his face. He tried to, you know, Adapt back with the shield, and you know, things like that happen, and then going on to be the Monday Night Messiah, and then that didn't work, and now here he is, you know, Seth freaking Rollins, and he's he's never been the same. That's that's one thing that I appreciate about Seth is that no matter what version of Seth Rollins we got, it always felt like it was fresh, it always felt like it was new, it always felt like He could be so many different things, you know, and it worked for him. And right now, what's not working for him is the fact that Shinsuke keeps dodging him, and he's constantly saying, "Like, listen, I'm right now. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now, Shinsuke. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, stop playing with me. Let's let's go ahead and and get this title match done. I'm I'm laying my title out right here, and I'm ready to go. What what's the problem? And once again. He calls out Shinsuke Nakamura and Shinsuke music hits. But the only thing Shinsuke was hitting was Ricochet ass upside the head. Like, here we are, you know what I'm saying? And Ricochet is back again caught in the crossfire with Shinsuke and in, in, in Seth. And sucks for Ricochet. Um, because, I mean, it just seems like that's, a, that's exactly um, what, what what's happening right now. He's, he's getting back into the crossfire of, you know, taking a beating from Shinsuke because I guess maybe he sided himself with Seth Rollins and he felt some type of way. And, you know, because, of course, after their match, you know, that they had last week and everything, he literally tried to beat the shit out of <laughs> Ricochet in the entire match. Why didn't Damien come out and cash in? um i think damien let it be known that listen if you watch the bump because i did watch it because of course my man was on there so i gotta support my man and everything but he did let it be known that he's like he has a whole year to cash in on somebody and when he's ready to cash in he'll cash in i think that i think my only thing is that with damien cashing in if he cashes in i would like for him to be successful that's just me. I would want him to be successful. I would not want him to be get get messed over because he's being too greedy. You know what I'm saying? But I am I don't know. I think he'll probably end up waiting um, to cash in on whoever, to be honest. Because I mean, even though even though you know the main target has kind of been South, I mean, Roman is still right there. And what and especially with what happened on this past Friday on SmackDown. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot uh, of still some unfinished uh, business or like not enough answers um, for why they chose to sacrifice AJ to Solo and uh, Jimmy. So I don't know. I feel like I have a feeling the rematch may either fall, either be a false can Anywhere or unsanctioned. Um, I I would want it to be unsanctioned match. I, I think it needs to be because, or hell, put him in a Hell in the Cell or something like anything that will that is going to allow Shinsuke to do as much damage to Seth as he wants. You know, so I don't mind it. Uh, Joe said a crazy theory he saw online. Fans are thinking it could be a triple threat match at Fastlane, Seth, Nakamura, Ricochet for the World Championship. I don't know. I I have no idea. I mean, I think if they wanted to run it that way, they could. Um, But it's also like I get Ricochet is in the crossfire, but he doesn't really have much of an issue with Seth. I mean, of course, maybe he wants this title opportunity, too. He doesn't really have much of a big issue with Seth Rollins, though. He really doesn't. Like, he just he's just kind of in the crossfire of things. So, I don't know. This would be great. Three stages of hell match. I wouldn't mind it. I think that's something that we have not seen in a long time. And I, I don't know. Well, I feel like this should be for, like, Shinsuke and Seth 2 or Shinsuke and Seth 3. I don't know. It will feel around to add him. So I don't know, guys. I think we got to figure out what's what's the next plan as the story continues to build with Shinsuke um, and Seth, and now possibly including Ricochet. Of course, like I said, Jay Uso has been like all around throughout backstage uh, tonight, and well, he gets stopped by Finn Balor, who um, just so happens to be a fan of Jay Uso, um, and. Uh, he's letting it be known that the judgment day is always open. He was like, hell, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of you. And, and Jay is like, mm, okay. And, you know, he's like, Dominic's a big fan. Like, mm, okay. Damon's a big fan. Like, oh, all right. I guess whatever. Rhea's a big fan for real. Like he kind of lit up a bit when, when he found out that Rhea was a big fan. I mean, who wouldn't lit up? Like if Rhea real Ripley a fan of you, like, the could You might get wet or something. I don't know. But, Like something would happen where you just like you know, yeah, real might be feeling a kid or something, you know. I don't know, but like I said, Judgment Day is trying their best to uh, get Jay Uso to be a part and just kind of let him know, like, hey, listen, like we got your back, like no matter what, we we're on your side. You know, let me tell you something. If if Finn was coming up to me and say, "Listen, we we got your back," I'm trying to throw it back. Um, I you got me, I got you. I don't mind it. I I would dye my hair purple right now, purple and black. I put on my I put on Find Me on Judgment Day fit, you know, and, and go from there. But that that's just me, um, and everything. But this is Jay Uso, and well, I think he wants to be on his own. He wants to continue to be this main event, uh, Jay Uso that he's been, and without the Judgment Day. And well, Judgment Day seems to be the only one to take. Okay. <laughs> judgment what i'm just saying like even if it was damien like y'all already know like okay but i mean uh you know shout out shout out shout out to the judgment day bro i gotta i'm gonna give me some judgment day fits and everything so i can truly be a part of of the faction and everything as in uh kind of like jd but more likable to be honest, I know they don't walk in fungal pop or anything, you know, or you can't Google me because I did some foul shit back in the day. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. The door is open, Jay. The door is open. We're welcoming you with open arms, you know. And I think that you would be a great addition to Judgment Day because obviously JD is not truly officially a part of Judgment Day as right now, so I don't know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I've done nothing wrong. I'm just, I'm just speaking, you know, from my mind and and how I think. And I thought that that would be great for all of us, you know. Well, more so for me. I don't know about you guys, but we get to our six man tag match: uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis, uh, taking on Imperium. And well, this match was. Was really good, child. Y'all had Maxine even stressed out um, over there. And uh, what is absolutely amazing about the match is the fact that that uh they won. Alpha Academy and Tomasa Chapel won. And Maxine looks really, really cute in her outfit and everything. But what's not really, you know, Imperium did all that, all that shit, you know, earlier tonight just for them to lose and everything. And it's just like, girl, i waste the space. Mm-mm. Y'all did all that to lose, all that, and well, you guys got what you needed, you got what you wanted, and you lost. So, you know, once again, Imperium as a whole taking a loss. Um, maybe this is a way to continue to build that uh, mold where um, Chad maybe may be able to get his, uh, you know, another shot. But where the hell is Johnny Gargano? Like I know that Johnny did like a live, like did a match uh, over the weekend at the, the WD House Show, and he beat Omos. Okay, first of all, speaking of Omos, for all my Omos sapiens out there, like myself, they finally got us a shirt for Omos. So I'm hoping that everybody pulls up with their Omos shirt. Finally, we back on the map, guys. They did it for us for once. We finally got a shirt. So everybody, go out there and get your Omos shirt. All all my Omos sapiens, like myself get you a shirt we're gonna be walking around with it you know at the shows and everything showing our support to Omos because he's the he's that guy man I'm telling you 2024 Royal Rumble winner (laughs) but yeah I don't I don't know uh where where Johnny is but hopefully Johnny yeah he did beat Johnny in in a dark match um but I know that he did beat Johnny at the house show um over the weekend, because Johnny did make his return, because we we haven't seen him on TV at all whatsoever. So I don't know, but definitely go cop that Oma shirt. Make sure y'all wear it, rock it, share a tag, hashtag almost like myself. And we up, we up one 2024 Royal Rumble winner, guys. And he's gonna go off to WrestleMania 40 and defeat Roman Reigns. All right, speaking of someone who hopes to not be defeated tomorrow, Tiffany Stratton is on a Monday Night Raw. Of course, this is uh, a way of where Adam Pierce and Shawn Michaels worked out a way to have a contract signing between Tiffany and Becky uh, because Tiffany will, of course, be defending her NXT Women's Champion against Becky Lynch, the man, on tomorrow NXT in the main event. Now, mind you guys, women's wrestling is thriving this week because not only do we have women main event tonight for their world championship. We have women main eventing tomorrow for a women's championship match. And then on Friday we have EO and Oscar for the women's championship. Now I don't know if they're going to main event, but I think they should keep stay on the right track of letting the women just main event Friday night SmackDown. Like just, just go ahead. Let that be known that EO and Oscar are going a main event Friday night SmackDown. Might as well just, just let it happen. Simple as that. You got Monday, you got, you're got you going to have Tuesday. Just like Friday, let EO and Oscar main event. Keep us on the right trajectory for the rest of the week. We need that. Um, But yeah, so can let it be known. Like, listen, I don't know what your issue is with me, Becky. Like, I know I I may have mistakenly said that you, you know, won this ch- title and everything. And unfortunately, you did not. But you've been coming at me for no reason. I really don't understand. And Becky's like, well, listen, you popped up on all of my matches that I did not expect you to be a part of, and everything. So, you, you know, you just you popped up on my matches. You, you, you talked about me on NXT and everything like that. So now here I am. Like tomorrow, I'm coming for that title, point blank, period. And Tifa let it be known, I'm like, girl, you is not beating me. So remember that. They signed a contract and it's made official tomorrow. Tiffany Stratton will face Becky Lynch in the main event for the NXT Women's Championship, a title that Becky has never won. So, I don't know how this is going to go at all, whatsoever. But who knows? Who who knows? Who who honestly knows? It's twelve AM, and WWE is owned by Endeavors. It's official. <laughs> What is this? A celebration? (laughs) This is a celebration for you. Uh, this must be a first where all shows are main event by women. I have no idea. This could possibly be the especially like in the same week. I think so. I've I've never heard of it happening before. Where all on all three brands, women are, um, you know, main event in their shows. So I mean, I I think that is great if it is. So, uh, Jeffrey might. Uh, not be a fan he might not be (laughs) because he's very much in a celebration it's still 11 o'clock where i am so it hasn't been uh owned officially by endeavors uh on my end just yet um (laughs) it said said it's because adam is in the picture okay all right enough all right so this is our main event guys before we get into our main event we're going to take a short commercial break and we will be well i'll be right back um, to talk about this amazing main event uh for monday night raw
1: hey peeps tk Trindad here boss lady of women's wrestling talk and i want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options plus you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, Wow Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Hi, I'm Maxine Dupree and you are watching Women's
0: Wrestling Talk. Yes, 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 you guys. Um, man. We definitely um, have to talk about this match here with Rhea Ripley and Raquel Yes. And uh, this was our main event um, on tonight for Monday Night Raw. And one thing that I do want to say is that this match here was so much better than their match that they had at Payback like payback match was good but because of the interference with Dominic and because it seemed like there was a lot of a little bit of miscommunication with Rhea and Raquel in, in the match itself in regards to like some of the moves and everything like that I feel like this here tonight's match those girls they they definitely redeemed themselves they definitely made it seem as if like this was like Raquel and Rhea from like NXT days and things like that and it was it was really really good. I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, from the, from the beginning of this match here, I mean, uh, Raquel was not playing with Rhea. She came in with the clothesline. She she was she was she was truly truly dominating Rhea Ripley. And in most cases, when it comes to Rhea Ripley in her matches, she is always the dominant force, no matter what. But when it comes to Raquel, Raquel just managed to get the best in strength over Rhea Ripley. And it definitely proved that tonight. Um, and even with, you know, Rhea trying to utilize her legs, in a sense, and everything like that. And it made for the fact of that we can truly sit there and focus on Rhea Ripley and Raquel putting on a banger match on a Monday Night Raw in the main event. Honestly, for the championship, and they looked good. They looked amazing. They they were truly, and I think it got to the point where even Raquel was getting a little frustrated. Man, like she was she was throwing Rear Ripley around. Like she was banging her back against on the uh, mat and everything. Like she truly, she was truly giving Rear Ripley uh, a run for her money to the point where it maybe felt as if like. Maybe Feathers of Light Raquel could have beaten Rhea Ripley tonight. But unfortunately, like I said, uh Rhea Ripley, or let's just say there's a lot of, there's always those underlying underlying alliances that we never know about. And well, here we are. Nia Jax is back. And she takes out Raquel for, and I put that in quotes, for Rhea Ripley. And basically, she helps Rhea Ripley retain uh, her title tonight. She definitely helped Rhea Ripley uh, retain. And, well, what we thought, um, what we absolutely thought would be, like, I guess – maybe the next member of the judgment day turn into well bitch i'm not here for that i'm not friends with nobody i didn't do this to help you i did this because i'm coming for that title i'm taking out the same way you think you could take out your competition let me show you how i take out my competition she kicks out raquel she takes out rhea ripley and she leaves not only the challenger and the champion laid down in the middle of the rink. And Nia Jax is back. She looks oh, she looks so amazing, bro. Like Nia Jax looks absolutely amazing, bro. She mm, I am obsessed. It so much I am I am a fan of Nia Jax. I'm happy that she's back. Her ring attire looks good. She looks good like I mean, I know some people may feel, you know, like uh, some type of way, but Naya, Naya is, is a girl that we need, another girl that we need on the, on the roster as far as a singles competitor. She's a former champion herself, former tag team champion. She's not like most girls. And what's crazy is that when you go back and you listen to Raquel's like promo, like interview that she did with Byron Saxon, she's like, I'm not like most people. And it's like, did she really hit the fact that, like, I'm not like most people, and then we get not like most girls, Nia Jax. What? Hello, did you did you jinx yourself, Raquel, for Nia to be here right now to cause you your your opportunity to be able to beat Rhea for this championship? Wow, 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 wow. And it was reported that she ended up signing uh, about a month ago um, back with WDE. Like, you know, the last time we saw Naya was Roy Rumble earlier this year, and she came out number 30, and then that was pretty much it. We didn't see Naya Jax. I mean, she did some, you know, signings and everything. <laughs> oh, God. She did some signings and everything um, and stuff like that and everything. But as far as um, – as far as like wrestling inside of the ring, no, yes, she's been training with like Natty, you know, and a plethora or other people. Like, she's been she's been training hard. Uh Charlotte has been helping her with like her lo- weight loss journey and everything. And I mean, I feel like I feel like we might be getting into a new era of Nia Jax. And I personally am not mad at it. I am I am absolutely happy about it in various different ways. I truly am, guys. Like mm. I don't know, man. Um, I'm happy. I am truly happy. I'm trying to do something right quick, but I'm happy uh, that Nia Jax uh, is um, back. Honestly, I truly am. I feel like Naya um, did. I wouldn't say she did what needed to be done, but I definitely wasn't expecting her. I thought maybe, you know, it, like I said, it could have been Core Jade. The, they could have came out and helped, but I guess not. Um, I thought maybe that it could have been something that. Uh, could have happened, but, you know, I guess not and everything. But, damn, Naya, welcome the fuck back, girl. I'm so happy. Welcome back, Naya Jax. Me, personally, I am, like I said, I'm so happy about it. Um, Maybe we do wait for Core J later down the line, you know, something like that. Maybe we do, but I don't know kairi better stay away from her. <laughs> well we don't know man i don't know where kairi is going to be popping up at or anything like there has really hasn't been been much of talks i know she's supposed to be taking a hiatus this month to be exact uh kairi is and i mean like they kind of have been reports that she's on her way back to WWE, but haven't really heard much else about it or anything. Kyrie took, could, uh be on smackdown i think she probably will go down to smackdown and everything like that and then she probably align herself with oscar again um and they may become the kubuki warriors again um october night is her last day okay cool rhea does have competition now and nia jacks is not like most girls you cannot take you probably gonna have to work hard and heavy uh to take out nia jacks because she's she's back she's in good shape um very excited to see what her in-ring ability is like um, because I know people always say thing, negative things about you know Naya and everything so I I don't know first the beast came back to wow to revenge to revenge of Penelope pink then Jay Cargill uh came back on aew and now Naya Jax comes back to be a real on the lead yeah man it's 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 a great time for women's wrestling um and uh, this is that this that moment you know what I'm saying not so dumb anymore uh uh-uh. uh not, not like that. Uh, her speed has improved. Marie definitely has. Um, um, like I said, I've, I've been seeing you know her train with like you know Down in Natty's, uh, the Heart Dungeon, and things like that with Natty and TJ and uh, like Trinity, uh, even with like Tamina and everything like that too. So like she's definitely been training a lot. And like I said, Charlotte has been up her weight loss. So shout out to Nia Jax for making um, her return. I wonder where Raquel goes from here now. I think that Raquel and Naya probably will possibly start her own, um, you know, start their own thing or whatever, um, and go from there. I'm sure that next week we'll figure out or find out, um, Naya, why Naya Jax did what she did to Rhea and Raquel, um, two strong dominant women here on Monday Night Raw to be exact, but returns are in the air for sure. Oh, definitely. And one thing I can say is that I am. I'm happy that nobody said anything about this. That's what I will say. I'm glad that. I'm glad that for me wise, if somebody did say something about this, I did not see it at all whatsoever, and I'm glad that I did So I'm happy that this was not spoiled for me in the fact that Nia Jax was coming back. Um, so I'm I'm happy about that. Oh uh, yeah, Bianca is gonna get a pop, and then she's gonna go beat the shit out of everybody else <laughs> as a heel. So I'm happy about that. Um, they did get us good. I'm I'm happy. Um, i'm so happy that was a sport too i didn't see it i'm good so i'm I'm very very happy but that pretty much you know guys bring us to the end of monday night raw uh post show i hope you guys definitely enjoy yourself your time with me um girl i'm not trying to see jay uso again although i would not mind it um but glad you guys um came out to hang out with me on this Monday night raw and everything. Um your girl's gonna be holding down by herself for a while now. So um yeah man it's gonna be a it's gonna be a wild ride, bro. Hey Jax is back. What was in my wall up here. I'm very excited. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm very 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 excited. And still your WWE women's world champion Rhea Ripley. So don't know how long she's gonna be holding that title, but Rhea's competition is definitely uh Coming full thread. Uh, Impact one thousand be fun with Santana on Thursday. Yes, we definitely have Impact one thousand uh, episode happening uh, Thursday. I have ducked and dodged the spoilers as much as I could because obviously, you know, y'all could y'all just could not like save any of that for those who will like. I don't know, not be there in attendance to see because y'all don't really care about us, but. Uh, nonetheless, uh, definitely thank you guys so much for hanging out with, I had like 32 people up in here. I don't know where the hell those 32 people came from, but I definitely appreciate you guys coming in. Um, so it's not expecting y'all to pop in here like this. Um, but I definitely do appreciate it. hope you guys come back throughout the next, throughout the course of the week where we have plethora of different post shows like AEW Dynamite. We have, um, on Thursday, we have NXT, we have um rising uh rising rundown and then we have the impact show so friday of course is friday night smackdown uh we have wt live you know like there's a plethora of other shows that we have right here through the week so definitely make sure you guys pull up for those shows too but i definitely thank you guys for pulling up uh for me and everything so I hope you guys continue to have an amazing uh night start of your day tomorrow and um i will see you guys on thursday for impact 1000 it's going to be a great show i'm excited to see what happens from top to bottom because even though now impact tapings are if you've been they don't always air everything that they put out so i'm excited to see but once again thank you guys so much for hanging out with me here Um, for the Monday Night Raw post-show. And I will see you guys on Thursday for Impact 1000. And then I'll see you guys again for a Friday Night Smackdown uh, post-show and so on and so forth. Enjoy the rest of your night, guys. And I will see you soon.
1: Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.